For years, people have told tales of monsters like Bigfoot, Loch Ness, aliens, but few have heard about this monster right here, which terrorized an entire military base before vanishing into thin air on August 12th, 1983. In this video, I wanna tell you the legendary tale of how this monster came to be and what actually happened on the infamous day this photo was snapped. But I will warn you, this story is shrouded in more conspiracy than fact because this story is so crazy that it actually inspired the show Stranger Things. And it all starts with Preston B. Nichols, who had put out a book he wrote called The Montauk Project, Experiments in Time, where he detailed his involvement as the assistant project director for a series of experiments that happened on a military base near Long Island. He also detailed the numerous paranormal incidents that he personally witnessed during his time there. And for you to fully grasp the scope of The Montauk Project, we have to rewind a little bit to 1943 when something happened called the Philadelphia Experiment. Now, the purpose of the experiment was to figure out a way to make ships invisible to enemy radar, and the technology being used was rumored to be engineered by Nikola Tesla and Einstein. Unfortunately, the experiment ended in catastrophe because when they fired up the experiment, not only did it make the ship invisible to radar, it also made it invisible to the naked eye, and it did this by removing it entirely from the space-time continuum. What's even crazier is when this happened, the ship unexplainably teleported from Philadelphia to Norfolk, Virginia, about 300 miles away before returning back to Philadelphia. And when it returned, the crew of the ship was completely disoriented, some of them were actually fused to the walls of the ship itself, and some had actually rematerialized inside out. A lot of the survivors, they ended up going completely insane because on their trip outside of our known universe, it caused them to lose their sense of reality. One of the reasons they went nuts, human beings need the electromagnetic background of the earth. For obvious reasons, this was immediately covered up by the government, but this technology was still very valuable to certain groups within the military. The experiment worked, but it also literally destroyed the mind of the men on the ship. So it was a success, but it was also a failure. So the Philadelphia experiment and all the research behind it was actually continued under a different name known as the Phoenix Project, and it was led by Dr. John von Neumann, a German mathematician who was one of the key scientists on the Manhattan Project that invented the nuclear bomb dropped on Hiroshima. He was actually interested in studying the psychological phenomenon that they witnessed. The mind of man is electromagnetic and that can be influenced by electromagnetic fields from the outside. In other words, maybe there was a way to control control human minds. Congress said no, 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 they don't want it. Congress immediately gave the orders to shut down the project in 1969 because they were afraid that if this was true, then we wouldn't want these weapons used against us. So that's when Dr. Newman picked up shop and actually moved to an abandoned military base in Montauk, New York to continue these projects without congressional oversight with the support of the US military. Hence the now new name, the Montauk Project. And with a goal of total mind control, the military wanted to be able to create a weapon that could make the enemy give up before any battle was started. And so with the support of the military, they would actually house soldiers at this abandoned military base known as Camp Hero. One of the advantages to Camp Hero specifically was that it had this big sage radar dish to project radar frequencies. And they found that within the frequency of 425 to 450 megahertz, they could make people feel any emotion they wanted. They could make them laugh, they could make them cry, they could make them really agitated. They started referring to this window of frequencies as the window to the human consciousness. And this is where things start to get dark. As the project advanced, they started abducting children as young as four years old. And it said that in this experiment, these boys were so psychologically broken down, they would end up repressing all their memories and forgetting it altogether. One whistleblower, Stuart Serdlow, claims to have recovered memories that he was one of these Montauk boys. And he was quoted by a reporter saying, they target expendable boys like orphans, runaways, or the children of drug addicts, the kind of kids nobody would really come looking for. The aim was to fracture your mind so they could pro 
program you. They would change the temperature from very hot to very cold, starve you, then overfeed you. They also use LSD to put our brains into an altered state. Now, Stewart's claims really become interesting when you consider the CIA project MK Ultra, which has been confirmed to be something that actually happened in the 1970s and 80s, where government officials would be giving LSD for the purposes of mind control. So eventually they had honed this mood altering technology and developed something called the Montauk chair that could amplify one's psychic abilities and eventually became a mind reading device. It said that whoever sat in the chair, the machine could actually display anything the person imagined on a computer monitor. And it could even print out a dialogue of their thoughts in real time as the person was thinking. And they started to notice a direct correlation with how well this chair worked with the inherent psychic ability of whoever was sitting in the chair. And because of this, they actually started training up a lot of these Montauk boys working on their psychic abilities. Now, Preston Nichols personally worked with this chair and he said this about it in his book. It's still a mystery how this technology was developed. It has been suggested that the research was aided by Syrians, an alien race who came from the star system known as Sirius. This theory has the aliens providing the basic design and humans working it out from that. Now, one of their main psychics, his name was Duncan Edwards, and they said that Duncan's personal psychic abilities were so strong, they started only using him in the chair and stopped using anybody else. And Nichols recalled one experiment with Duncan saying, with a lock of a person's hair, Duncan could concentrate on the person and be able to see as if he was seeing through their eyes, hearing through their ears, and feeling through their body. He became strong enough that he could actually influence their actions anywhere on the planet, which leads to their biggest breakthrough yet, and ultimately the thing that did this project in. What they were experimenting with, materializing objects around the base. They started to have Duncan sitting in the chair, and they had him focus on any object. If he focused hard enough, this object could actually materialize out of the ether. In other words, Duncan had the ability to create physical matter out of nothing, just from his thoughts. He would visualize a can of Budweiser beer sitting on that desk. Sure enough, it would appear on that desk, and the guy could drink it and it didn't poison him. But one of the weirdest things they noticed is that he could determine what time he wanted the thing to materialize. He might concentrate at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The can of beer might appear 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at mm -hmm. night. By 1981, we had a working time portal. Which leads us to August 5th, 1983, where orders were given to turn on the Montauk chair with Duncan in it and just leave it on, running continuously. And they just wanted to see what, if anything, would happen. So researchers, they followed the orders. Nothing out of the ordinary occurred. That is until seven days later on August 12th, when a time portal opened up. And at the other end of this portal, they could see the actual USS Eldridge, the ship used 40 years prior during the Philadelphia experiment. And on the ship, they actually saw a second version of Duncan Edwards, the psychic they were using to avoid any time paradoxes. They actually had to hide the present day version of Duncan from visible sight. And here's what Preston Nichols said recalling this event. Things got so out of control, the contingency program was activated by someone approaching Duncan while he was in the chair and simply whispering the command, the time is now. At this moment, Duncan let loose a monster from his subconscious and the transmitter actually portrayed a hairy monster in real life. It was big, hairy, hungry, and nasty. It would eat anything it could find and it smashed everything in sight. And the only way to get rid of the beast was to try to figure out how to cut the power to the chair. That way the chair would be turned off and hopefully this monster would disappear. So what they had to do is they had to go and cut the power line to the entire base. And when they finally got the 
power off, the monster and the madness seemingly stopped right then and there. After this incident, the project was terminated and all the researchers were debriefed and using MK Ultra tactics, a lot of their memories of this incident and the entire project itself were wiped. The whistleblowers who have come forward today, they're coming forward because certain things that they happen to see or experience reminds them of their time there and then memories start flooding back to them. But the story doesn't end there. Three years after this incident occurred, someone went back and started snapping photos of the abandoned base. And in 1986, this photo right here was snapped. The person who snapped this photo claims that when they snapped it, that beast was definitely not there. As you can see, the monster created out of thought, the children being trained up as psychics, opening up portals to alternate dimensions. These are all running themes baked into the show Stranger Things. And what's funny is the original working title of the show before it was released to the public was actually Montauk. But if you thought this story was mind bending, just wait until you see this one right here about a 9,000 year old stone with a flying saucer carved into it.